Welcome back to another episode of the YNK Podcast. Yeah! Hey, what's up, Steve? I know you always hear us talking about the app Bravo Pay. Well, hey, you know they always give us the ability to process one-time payments. However, in a few weeks, Bravo Pay will be offering more ways for us to connect with all the Steves. So stay tuned for exclusive content and experiences. But for now, you gotta download the Bravo Pay app. Let's get on with the mother flippin' show. Dorothy Mantooth is a saint. Um, so we caved and we all got haircuts. Look at my new fucking haircut. <laughs> <laughs> Just got a fresh cut. I'm looking for the freaks. Not now, Chief. I'm in the fucking zone. That's a great clip. See this Everyone's new, got new haircuts. See this new haircut? It means I'm getting some fucking pussy tonight. My boys, they got the same haircut. We're that all means, getting pussy They're they getting some fucking pussy drink tonight. Red Bull, Jaeger. Jaeger bomb. Jaeger bomb. Jaeger bomb. Jaeger bomb. Oh! <laughs> they were the first viral... That was one of the first viral videos. Fun that fact. That did Domizetti, right? No, it was not Domizetti. It that guy a... went to my my college. Place. My college was so Guido that the Guido viral video started at my college. Hofstra U. Hofstra U. I mean, you you were a big part of that, I think, yeah. at least culturally speaking at the college. You were the... I'm in a frat. No, but I... Uh, frat rap guy. I, absorb, a... I absorbed the, the Guido-ness when I got to the school in Long Island. Yeah, you're not a Guido at all. That was all fake. Well, I'm Italian. No, I'm, I'm Italian, so it made sense. You're it's, Italian, but like personality-wise, I grew up next to all Guidos. Yeah, like, no, 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 I wasn't. I was not a Guido was, personality I was the pasty. I was the pasty kid that stayed indoors and played guitar. Yeah. That was me. Yeah. I, I played sports, but like then I you got jacked. And no, but started. you were into working out and you were you like. I didn't get into working out until I got to college and I absorbed the Guido. Yeah. I absorbed the Guido right inside of me. I embraced I was, it. I was the Guido. I'm not. Which gets, I think what my friend's trying to say is love is blind. Um, no, I, it, love it's, you, uh, it's crazy what your fucking environment will do to you, though. Yeah. We are the product of our environment. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. I mean, Seriously. No, no matter where I'm, at, where I'm at, I like a good tan, you know? Yeah, same. Being tan same. is dope. Um, I just want to go on record and saying getting a haircut right now, not the easiest task. Yeah. Especially, you know, we can't all be, you know, uh, Big Shot Mike, have a guy come to the house and hook you up with a nice fade. I mean, I'm just trying to be as safe as I possibly can. You got the resources. I don't blame you. <laughs> but for me, like I, I was asking around town, I had to meet a guy named Sergio, Sergio in a back alley. Can't say it's the safest play you made, but and, uh, it's either here nor there. He walked me into his shop uh, and, you know. I got I got a nice haircut. Yeah. That's all that matters. You look great. Yeah, thanks, man. We got Versace in this bitch. <laughs> we got Versace in this bitch. I don't know if you, I don't know on? if you could recognize him. I know we're gonna we're gonna dive in today uh, about Versace's weight loss journey, losing over hundred pounds. Yeah, um, I just think it's a great example of, uh, uh, you know, we we've been preaching on this, and I I feel I could say the word preaching because like I really genuinely feel it. Um, you know, when you, there, there's a huge opportunity here. We've been saying it about like, just working on something that you need to work on. And he was doing it way before the quarantine. You started how long ago? You got talking to the mic, Stevie. <laughs> I want to say I did it probably like right before we went on tour. So that was like, a year ago, over a year, a year ago. Over a year ago. And that's kind of when I started. How much did you weigh then? I was like, well, prior to tour, I was like, I was probably, when I was at tour, I was like, 290, maybe 300. But you already lost. No, but and I had already lost a little bit. Yeah, but then like... Well, you were, what was your highest weight? You were 350. I was at 350. Yeah, so you lost yeah, that, a lot. That was at like my highest. But then I, I gained a little bit, and then once I started like really, really working out, that's when I started going down from there. Yeah. So. Um, just watching him do it, 
that was way before quarantine. Um, and I, you know, again, just, just stressing that this, this is an opportunity because I'm doing it too, man. Like I'm, I'm just starting. It was a big part of my inspiration was just thinking about Versace, how long of a line, how long of a stretch it was of diligence that you had to have. Yeah. And when I started it, I, I wasn't like, all right, I, I want to like do this in like two months. I knew it was going to take for like forever because I've done like every diet you can think of, you know, mm-hmm. everything from like juicing to whatever, mm-hmm. but it's not sustainable. Just so, to clarify, you were drinking juice and not taking steroids? Yeah, yeah, no, not cool. actual steroids. Just like the juicing, juicing, cleansing diet. Four months of steroids. So I did that. <laughs> I did that for like 40 days steroids and yeah, I lost cool. a lot of weight. But it's not sustainable. You can't go like through life as a human, like doing just juicing. So yeah. you got to kind of find what you think you can do the rest of your life, mm-hmm. and that's that's what I found. You know, yeah, the intermittent fasting is yeah, and that's unlock right. Yeah, and that's what I've been doing. Uh, when it got harder, I started doing other stuff. But it's just what what helps me, and like every diet's different from everyone. And what what I'm in, what I'm doing now is like something that's helping me yeah not necessarily gonna help blue or help, you nah, it helps me. Nah, it helps or, or me. john I or do. other people but me i'm, I'm loosely me. we're all loosely uh, i'm i'm close yeah. pretty close to intermittent fasting yeah. kilmer's kind of on his own agenda yeah i'll never I, do that I, I, you, kilmer's you, eating meatballs and chicken tenders over here doesn't get we, a, guido absorb the guido drinking 17 yeah, john has the, the worst guy in the game Dago, can you just walk us i mean people know what intermittent fasting is but can yeah. you just like just walk us through the day and what hours you do what yeah, well, when I started, so I was like 350. That's like, it was my heaviest. Yep. So I started doing intermittent fasting. Um, and then I dropped like 50 pounds on that. Just to be clear, I want to slow you down. This dude used to eat, um, so you know, breakfast. a few, a few chocolate, chocolate candy bars a day. Yeah. Um, so how many sodas a day? Sodas. I do like, like a two liter in the morning. Just. So that, that's, that's over a thousand <laughs> calories right there. Yeah. And then for food, I would eat whatever I wanted. Like if you guys would be like, yo, we need some, some Taco Bell. Like, I'm down for Taco Bell. But then during like the meantime, I would make myself a sandwich or like go to the corner store and Dude. get like whatever I wanted. I, I, I had it. Um, it's very gluttonous. I used, very to go, gluttonous. I used to go to the village bar and he'd be like, surprise me. Yeah. And we'll, we'll I'll eat candy anything bar. you bring back. <laughs> so I kind of fed into it. I didn't want to do it. Yeah. You like. So but, walk, walk us through your day. So intermittent fasting is basically, it's a window of eating and you can choose anywhere from eight hours, six hours or four hours. Um, and then those hours of the day that you choose is when your eating schedule yeah. is. Uh, it doesn't have to be uh, like. So can, meaning, meaning if you do four hour window, you can only eat. You pick a time for a four-hour window, and you can only consume during yeah. that time. Yeah, and you can do any any hours of the day. It doesn't have to be a certain time period. It's whatever is more convenient for you. So for me, the most convenient was 8 p.m. to midnight because that's when I was like eating the worst snacks. And usually at night, you're like, is when you you're mm-hmm. really looking in like the pantry and you're like, I mm-hmm. want something. <laughs> super like sugary or something before you go to bed so i was like well maybe this should be my eating schedule so that i can eat whatever i want in that period and then i feel full and i don't want anything else so for the first like 50 pounds that's what i did i did uh the four hour window which is like the hardest in the beginning it was hard it was hard as shit i was like more mental yeah a mental strength you were eating whatever during those four hours at yeah, first, right? Yeah, in those right? four hours. Uh, for in the, the beginning. Fi- for the fifty, for the first 50 pounds, I was eating whatever. I was just snacking, eating sugar. I was still eating chocolates, uh, anything I wanted, but it was in those four, hour, uh, those four hours. And you still lost 50 pounds. Still lost 50 pounds. But once I lost the 50 pounds of just like 
all the fat stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it slowed down. It slowed down a, a lot. It, I couldn't I couldn't lose weight at all. So that's when I started like really working out a lot and like watching kind of what I was eating a little bit, but I was still eating sugar, mm-hmm. but I was still kind of watching what I was eating. And then once I got to like probably like 260, um, that's when like I really had to like what really, really, really dial in. Right now I'm at like 240, 244 to 45. So you've lost over 100 pounds in the last 18 months. Yeah. And I think there's just, this is interesting. Um, it's really such a mental hurdle you have to get over to, to make a change. Um, and you think a lot of people are tricked into thinking that, um, you know, hey, this is me. This is, oh, I just, I love chocolate, man. I don't know. It's just me. Yeah. Oh, this is, and you can liken it to your personality. Oh, yeah, no, I get crazy when you do this. Or, oh, yeah, this is how I react. Yeah, that's just me. Like, no, nah, you can literally put your attention on something, set your intentions so deeply into what you're doing with your actions. And once, like, I I can speak on it only because I've been stretching for not even two weeks, I think 12 days, 13 days in a row. And I already have a huge sense of accomplishment that I've gotten started because for the last six years, I knew I needed to stretch. And for the last three years, I've had a very, I've become like very inactive. You guys know this, but mm-hmm. sharing it for the podcast sake, like I'm in, you know, you look at me and you're like, oh, he's probably very active and in shape, you know, like I'm in shape and I, I'm lucky to have good genes. And mind you, I worked my ass off. Blue grew up next to me. I worked out every day growing up all i did was work out i've always been in good shape i have good genes you know but like very extremely i've grown extremely inactive lifestyle wise sitting at the which is terrible for your back sitting sitting eight to ten hours a night working um and just let it go let it go let it go let it go and to the point where i'm like oh yeah just i'm tight i found myself saying that yeah i'm just like i'm tight i'm a tight guy like it's just it's just how i am i'm a tight guy too dude you're you know what I mean, guy. though? Like, it was, it was, I was rational. I was rationalizing it to myself, saying, Oh, this is how I was born. This is how I am. I'm just always tight. And I found myself fixing other parts of my life, the same thing about my mind and meditating, but I was making this huge excuse for my stretching and just being a lazy piece of shit. No excuses. No uh, excuses. I no think excuses, also, yeah. too, like, because you were, you, you were saying you're in that, you weren't active at all, but you, uh, you work out a lot. So you were doing a lot of cardio, you know what I mean? Maybe not stretching before. That's not. Before a, well, what, yeah, you're exactly you know right. What I'm saying. But what I'm saying is, for the like, okay, I would sit there and ride a stationary bike. Exactly. Yeah. Dude, I could. Without I stretching. haven't been able to go make an explosive movement. Like I used to be a good basketball player. Yeah. We'd play a lot for yeah, leisure, yeah, yeah. for leisure's sake. When's the last time I played basketball? No, exactly. Three years. But that's what I was saying. So you were still trying to do that. Yeah, no, it just got progressively worse to the point where now I'm so skittish to even make a quick move. Because I'm like, oh, my, my inability to my back. Like, yeah. it's not funny, though, because it's, 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 got, it's gotten to the point. Like, I was fucking smacking earlier today. Smacking. That means having sex. Yeah, I was smacking a chick this morning. And my fucking goddamn back. <laughs> and it was happening for a while. Like, bro, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm like. Is that why I heard in my room? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it might be a few, <laughs> few other reasons. A <laughs> few other reasons. But, dude, I, <laughs> for like six months now when I've been smacking... And it's getting worse. <laughs> it's getting worse, though. And it's just like, yo, you know, it's it's one of these things where, like, if you're going to listen to your mind and listen to your body another way, like, you got to listen. And, like, dude, I would literally, 
my fucking, I have like old man, I'm becoming, a, I'm letting myself, you know, and mm-hmm. just, just two weeks of, I've, I've stretched two to three hours a day yep. for the last two weeks. I have a great, I have a sense of accomplishment, even though I'm, it's still hurt. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's going to take a while. But you get, my whole point is this, getting started is the hardest point. And that's why I wanted to bring Versace on now because this is the best time to get started on something. Yeah, I wanted to talk about this, uh, especially during quarantine. I started a whole new rule, which is pretty obvious, but it's nice to point out. It's called the everyday rule. Mm-hmm. And people are obviously very habitual and, and, and creatures of routine. You know, like, we're, like you're very, mm-hmm. like you fall into habits and routines very easily. Mm-hmm. And the way you do that is you start doing things every day. Mm-hmm. And it could be positive things or negative things, mm-hmm. whether you're exercising, watching browsers. It goes all the way down to thoughts. You, yeah, yeah, exactly. You start doing it every day, you become a habit. Mm-hmm. And for me, um, before the quarantine, I was going to the gym three days a week, and it, it felt like work to me in the pain in the ass to like have to go and work out three days a week. But now that quarantine has started, there are no gyms. We have like a little workout set up here. I start going on walks. I start incorporating and doing it every day. It doesn't feel like work at all. It just feels like part of my day. And if I don't do it, it actually feels weird. It's totally. Good. So if you do start, if you want to start positive habits, you, there's, there's no way around it than just starting to do it every and day. And you'll never, I, I can't say never because you never know what's going to happen, obviously. Never um, talk about you never know coming to fruition. Like this, this 2020 has been that year. But um, yeah, man, uh, you, you know, let's, let's be optimistic and say you'll never have a chance like this again. Ever. To have so much idle time and be so bored that you're literally staring your problems in the face, staring your habits in the face. Hey, hey, what can I do here to fix this? You know, what can I do every day? And what have you been doing every day? That's every been day, yeah. So every day well, now, like, go down you know, a list of, th- of things you do every day now. Yeah, I have a very uh, pretty clear routine that I stick to. I wake up, I meditate. I don't look at my phone. I meditate first. Um, I come down and I'll get like a. We call them liftoffs, but it's like a, our version of a coffee, but it's green tea. Tea bombs. Yeah, tea bombs. Um, you know, low calorie energy shit. And uh, I'll, I'll either read something if I'm not ready to get going with my body yet. Like sometimes out of bed, it's hard to just start stretching, especially when it's very strenuous for me. Um, but I'll, I'll either read or I'll put something on. And it's interesting, bro. Like I said it to Blue. I was like, it's kind of interesting. Like I've, I, uh, I'm sitting there, you know, I stretch for two hours, but the entire time I'm getting, I have someone talking, I, whether it's some form of content that's, that's feeding me. I call that active learning. But I'm calling it, yeah, I'm calling, I'm calling it like my version of church. I'm not necessarily religious. Yeah, but active learning, like you're doing something active. Yeah, and, 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 it's, and it's leaning, and I, I very so. much so lean spiritually as far as my content or just growth mm-hmm. uh, enhancing you know, in the direction of everything we talk about in this podcast, but, mm-hmm. but doing it, um, man, I, I do that and I have, I'm doing an overt amount of time spent stretching right now. Uh, it's probably not, it wouldn't be realistic. Maybe, maybe it is realistic to continue after quarantine, I think, but either way, even yeah. if it's 30 minutes a day right now, I'm going above and beyond to try to get as much progress as I can. Um, but yeah. And then after that, it's the first time I'll like dive into emails, any type of business, unless I have pressing text or something. Mm-hmm. Um, me and Blue and Sachi or you or whatever will go for our walk, like mm-hmm. an hour walk. Yep. And again, we're very 
privilege to have a great neighborhood where like I'm I'm fascinated with Fuck the neighborhood. It's, it hasn't gotten old, you know. Yep. Man. But dude, I ironically I've become way more in tune with nature since we're not allowed to go outside. And I'm not breaking rules. Mm -hmm. I'm not going near people. But from now on, you okay. were saying it. I'm not going to ever not go for a walk now. I yeah. used to never go for a walk. Mm -hmm. I was too busy. Yeah. And then I go, we go for rides. Another part of the daily routine or just about daily is like, we'll go for a ride around sunset. And like, here's another thing we said that I thought I wanted to share. Like Los Angeles is a place that's very hard to navigate. It's a beautiful place, but it's really hard to, and it's really shunned me from wanting to get in the car and drive around, you know, because it's, the traffic is terrible here and it's just so much. Um, this shit has created an awesome, oh shit, an awesome opportunity <laughs> to, sorry, Stevie, an awesome opportunity to like, for most people listening, they are in small towns and they're probably closer to nature and shit. But like, LA has kind of turned into a small town vibe. We can drive around the hills and drive, roam freely and just look at the sights and take it in, you know, watch sunsets. Bro, we've been watching sunsets. Mm -hmm. If you told me me and Blue were going to watch a sunset, just me and him, I'd be like, what the fuck happened? It's real us? sexy stuff, you I'm guys. A, I'm a big sunset guy. Yeah, but like, <laughs> hey, cool. what, Blue, what I was going to say is um, sunsets are cool. <laughs> real cool. But uh, It's a t-shirt. But, uh, but uh, dude, you got to drive around like 11 o'clock 10 o'clock at night it's like because we uh we lead up to the sunset you know you go around like six and it's like seven thirty-five. you know what i'm saying go at 10 o'clock when it's pitch dark out and you just look at the stars and that fuck we had we're in a fucking convertible too it's not like we're just in a fucking big jeep guys you know what i mean we're in the jeep bro look at the stars and the moon this is a super moon right now don't ask how i know but i know but dude <laughs> Go around, drive around tonight. We'll, we'll do it tonight. Ten o'clock is way better than like sunset. Anything is. I mean, that's your opinion, but you haven't done e it. either way. Yes, I have. Either way, it's crazy. Uh, I want to. No, I want to sell people on walking first. No, no, but either. Let me, what I'm saying is like <laughs> there's. Sell people walking. Please, there's everyone's focused on the horseshit of what's happening right now. Please force yourself to try to look. Like, dude, I'm fast. Like, I feel so good when I just, like, look around at the nature. And I wasn't like this. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm so, I'm just trying to tell, but, like, everyone at home, like, yeah, whatever, man. Like, maybe it comes with age or experience or going through things or whatever. But, like, there's a reason in the seven laws and all the things I study, all these people are like, yo, commune with nature. Mm -hmm. We're supposed to be, we're natural. We're, you know what I mean? And it's just, like, please look for the magic there's a saying, like, if you don't believe in magic, you'll never find it. Mm -hmm. Like, believe in the magic of it. Like, I think it's fucking, like, I used to drive by the sunset and be like, yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, look at my phone. Well, I don't give a fuck. Now I'm sitting there staring at it as it goes over the hill. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, and it's not like I've changed really dramatically. It's just like this change of your perspective. Like, look, we are stuck inside. Look, we can't hang out with people. We can't see the girls we want to see or be at the parties we want to be at or whatever. But you can go and immerse yourself in some of the natural things that the, that are going on that are kind of pretty amazing, you know, and just mm -hmm. putting your attention on it. Yeah. I, I want to go down the, just the list the of all the benefits of just going on walks. There's so many. So good. So many. One, uh, Daigo got me on this wave is the, the audiobook wave, which uh, never a believer. Now I'm a believer because now I'm walking a lot every day. Every morning, like 10 a.m., 
I fucking toss out my headphones. I walk around the neighborhood for three miles every morning. I, uh, and I get, I get, I just listen to an audio book and I get through a book every week or two, which I would never have been able to do before quarantine. So already I'm like, I'm listening to books. I've been preaching Malcolm Gladwell. I think everyone should read his books. I mm-hmm. think they're fantastic. I'm already yeah. on my third Malcolm Gladwell book in the past month and a half. Um, another thing is the calories you burn when you walk, which people don't fucking realize. When you walk three miles, you're yeah. burning like 400 calories. Yeah. Just from wa- going on a fucking 40 minute walk. Another, I do it. Yeah. yeah. I do it twice a day. That's why like I can, I can eat like an asshole at night. I mean, you got great genetics. And no, but think about it. Like, dude, I'm, I'm walking on average six miles every day, sometimes up to seven miles. That's burning almost 900 calories a day from just walking around the neighborhood listening yeah. to audiobooks. And you're not like burning uh, muscle. It's just yeah, straight just think calories. About, think about the growth. Yeah. Think, just think about maximizing your growth, man. He's growing his mind and his perspective, and he's at least getting exercise in some capacity when it's not really available the way it used to be. Right. You know? Yeah. I think we're all really doing that, and I, that, that's why I wanted to have Versace on because he was way ahead of the curve. We're always pretty health conscious here. I mean, we go and... We'll get fucked up and drink all night, drink 2,000 calories or whatever. But for the most part, you know, we're, we pick our spots. And, you know, but the thing is, like, I mean, look, you know, I'm not a huge, it's crazy. I'm not I, a huge casual gotta, drinker, but like, I get that you got to drink and you'll get bored, I, you know, but. I got a great, I got a crazy point. Like, we live with, like, I mean, you're always working out. Kilmer's always working out. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm, it makes me want to work out more. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're, I live with... Product, I, your I, own wonder, environment. I wonder if I live with three, like, dudes ship that bums? weigh, like, 300... If you live with ship yeah, bums, you'd be a three ship three bum. ship bums, right? Yeah. Yeah. Would I... And I was the best one. The best ship bum. Would, <laughs> would, I, would I... Would I... King of the ship bums. King of the ship I'm bums. I'm the best ship bum there. No, no, no. But say, like, I was... It wouldn't motivate me. I would end up like them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. If I, like... If it was, like... So, the, one of the main things for me that I found out, it's you can't, you can't look at motivation from anyone. You have to find the motivation from yeah, from inside. So when I started, you can't rely on it, but it helps. It's, but a, it helps it's it. a fact that Bro, it helps. we were we were Versace, all super into working like, out Versace, before. We dude. used to be where we probably inspired initially. Yeah. Like you didn't even know what the hell. Like we, yeah. we the first time he had like fish, like raw fish, and like yeah. you yeah. know you just used to eat your burgers and meat and you know but Mexican. Yeah, not, Lance is, if you were still living in Iowa, would you have gone through the that's same? That's what diet, I was asking last night. I don't Fuck think no. so. Yeah, I mean, you never know because you don't know what just, you would have been doing. Because yeah, I would have probably, know. yeah, because I would have, you know, maybe been shooting horses and maybe. The reason why I started losing weight was because I was sitting outside one day and my hands started getting numb. I started getting this pain in my chest. Sheesh. My neck started like really like mm-hmm. tensing up. You jerk off a lot that day. That happens. No. To me. Play a and little then, game called Stranger Danger. I didn't jerk off, but I watched three hours of a uh, porn plot. Did you sit on your left hand for two <laughs> hours? Play a little game of Stranger Danger. The whole plot. And the whole, the whole, my whole back was like going numb. So I look like I look online to see what like the the uh, symptoms of a heart attack were. And that was it. And yeah. like, I was like fucking having oh, that. You were cruising to it. Yeah. So you're on your way, yeah. So I was like, all right, so this can't happen. So that day I literally sat myself in my room and I told myself, I was like, look, is this, is this really what you want to do? Do you want to lose weight? Because if you do, we're going to go on a journey that's going to take like years. And yeah, we, I mean, you've it, completely transformed as a person. And we can't, mm-hmm. we can't bullshit yeah. around. We can't use motivation uh, to keep us going. We have to, you have to like, so now what I do is, I, you know how you have like the angel and then like the devil on each side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I have I have that, but mine's like the super fat guy <laughs> eating like donuts like every day. Mine's a horny guy. Just eating <laughs> the it's worst. A quagmire with a, 
with the big one porn arm. <laughs> Eating like the worst food. And then on the other side, I have this like chiseled ab looking guy. And whenever I feel like I want to eat like a donut or something, like this guy's telling this guy to like piss off. Like I really want to get where I want to be. And I don't use other inspiration sometimes, but you got you got to use it. Like you got to really want it. And like look at yourself I mean, dude, in the mirror. And that's what everyone the, you're, does. you're not what you're saying. All that's spot on. But you definitely get it. You've been inspired by the environment here. Without one. Even knowing it. Then you've been inspired. You're a huge book guy. David Goggins, huge fan. He clearly inspires you. Yeah, what he did. Yeah, what that's he all, did. Is that's like, all external. But but that's all part of the whole message of this podcast. When yeah. You had to make a change. You changed your environment. You changed the shit you were thinking about. You changed the shit you were caring about. Changed the shit you were putting your attention on. Reading David Goggins' books. You, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it's easier when you're surrounding yourself by people doing the same thing. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And we started off this podcast with that. Dude, like, like when everyone's ordering Taco Bell, and I'm trying to be it. healthy, I'm like, yo, I get it. I'm the. <clears throat> I yeah. get a, I get when every, when a few guys like we you or know pizza, someone's here man. getting food I'm like yeah yeah I'll take some it, may, it makes it way like, harder it makes it way harder when yeah. people are on and the if same that way. was happening every night who's to say I probably would be eating not even fifty percent as well as I am mm -hmm. you know so it's like it's like when you have a girlfriend bro you eat worse with a chick bro you're a product yeah, of your you know own environment I mean? you eat way worse with a chick my fucking ex bro we like that you, shit impacts me a yeah. lot bro because I'd be like no nah, no nah, I'm good. Kicking it, You're right? High shit with I'm smoking. I'm burning vibe. some. Get a, get a nut off. Kick it. <laughs> that food means comes, coming. Food comes here. I didn't order anything. She ordered like three things. You're like, oh, I'll have a she bit. has a little bit of them all. <laughs> yeah. I'm not. I'm. I'm just like, and I'm burning. I'm like, yeah, I'll, yeah, have, a I'll little, have a little, a little of this, a little of that, an extra 500 calories every night, just picking at some shit that I didn't even want. Yeah. If you walk six miles that day, you wouldn't feel guilty. Yeah, but I mean, I still do, man. There's still a huge like. You shouldn't the, be happy the in the first place. Is, is, the biggest thing is yeah. calorie intake. Like, if you can just, yeah. if you know how much you're taking in, you but know, if, you're gonna you're gonna at least have an understanding of what the hell's going on. But yep. if you're married, it's. I mean, if you're not an actor or whatever, if you're married, it's it's cool to get a little extra dinner. Already. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> if I have a wife, we're. Um, I'm gonna live life. I'm not another bonus to the quarantine. Uh, Rogan, a few of Rogan's guests talked about it. Uh, one was. A guy who <laughs> claims that it's it's best to and most effectively to do sets uh, have ten minutes rest between each set. I saw that, which is absurd if you think about it on like a regular person's schedule to wait ten minutes to do another set and do an entire workout that way. But now, like if you get some equipment at your crib, why not? Yeah, you know what I mean. I've been doing that. Like I'll I'll, I'll catch a set and I'll go do I'll fuck off for a little bit. Everyone, yeah, go go out there do another set, fuck off huge, for a little bit. I'm a huge component. I'm a huge. Uh, I, that's like. I'm an advocate of that. Because they say that, like, you, you know, your batteries get fully charged again after 10 minutes. Yeah. So you can give, like, a, a 100% effort into the next set yeah, after explosive. that again. Makes sense. Uh, so that's another, that's another pro of the quarantine. Another one, uh, another one of his guests said that um, if it's better to work out less every day than to, like, pick three days to work out. Because I saw that one. Because if you're, like, say you're doing, like, less reps and less sets. But like at the end of the week, you're getting more volume than if you had gone to the gym just three days, mm -hmm. even though you're doing less every day. That's what I was going to say. So if you're doing five every way. day, yeah. it's better than 10 three times. Yeah, that's why I like, I'm, lo I'm loving like 30, the everyday you know? rule. Like if you just kind of fuck around and just exactly. do, do a couple sets, a couple exercises every day, like go walk every day. Cold, you're bar, fucking coming out way up. more on top mm -hmm. than if you just go to the gym and yeah. exercise three days a week. Pull up, bench. Way, way more. You can, you know, dumbbell, whatever. Like that's, you don't, you don't need a big space to be able to do that. You can go out in your driveway and do that summertime. But there's a lot you can get done. You know, you can do, you can do a lot of body weight abs and things. And yeah, it's just 
look, what we're getting at here is like, obviously, we're not, uh, we definitely like are the other side of the spectrum too. You know, we overindulge in alcohol and partying and do that shit. And, and to be honest, that's how, that's how I want it. You know what I mean? Like, this is, this is my recipe for how I could have a life that I, I'm building as, as a person, mm-hmm. you know, and who I want to be as an older person, you know, as years go by. And, you know, protecting myself from that artist burnout thing that happens where you just, all you do is that. You just that. create and immerse in this and you're like drugs and it doesn't matter the time of the day and it doesn't, there's a reason that I, I think I've been, we've been able to keep our feet on the ground you know what I mean? And just be be regular about shit is because I've gone, we go out of our way to try to establish balance. a balance, man. Like, balance. and, and put same time I'm putting in the studio I'm putting in on, on bettering myself just as an overall being, mm-hmm. you know? And like, I think that's a huge part that has nothing to do with being an artist. I'm just saying, that's why you see so many artists or people in this industry fast forward 20 years, all their money's gone. No one cares what they're doing, mm-hmm. and you know they they fuck themselves it up. It probably a lot. does benefit you as an artist, though. Oh, I know it does for me nur- personally because you're nurturing your mind. Personally, I, I've become so much more creative doing taking mm-hmm. the time. And I used to, I used to, I re, I was on the remember episode like three, like what it means to be alive. Yep, we talked about it, and I was just like, I used to not be able to go for a ride without being like, oh, this is a waste of time. I'm stuck. Like I don't, I don't, you know what I mean never present like just and now i've been able to put value on those things almost like the same i would equal because i used to sit and write lyrics and think about what i wanted to say and concepts now i go and experience and i look at that as recon that's work Mm -hmm. because it's work without it's work as play because i'm having experience you know and my vibration and my energy is good and i have good experience and then I go and make the music and, you know, my, my process has changed. I'm freestyling and shit. So a lot of that just comes right out. The energy of how I feel comes right out. And it actually does serve the art. And my mind is a lot clearer. Your ideas flow. That's why I fucking take the time to express this over and over again. Yeah. Because it, it's just like, dude. Creatives will understand it. Most, uh, most people probably won't. But in order to create, your mind space has to be so, like, perfectly calibrated. Yes. And, and dude, look, like look so I, perfectly you're calibrated. totally right. But creatives need it the most probably. But I would even argue that everybody does, man. Like just your thinking. Do you not want to think at your highest capability? You don't want to think better than you are thinking. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to be an artist, you know, like you still have to create. Look, you have to create your schedule in a way that you want to win and you want to enjoy your days. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you're putting your creative thinking at your best to create your best week. Like, hey, I want to do this this week. I have to accomplish this. But I wanted to take my girl here and I wanted to get my kids. I wanted to get her that thing. So, like, it's all, it can all be repurposed to people in other fields. You know, I think key to that is alone time. I think you need every day, you can at least get, like, 20 like twenty minutes of silence. Or, like, everyone can do that. You know what I mean? But I, I just think that's Not a key everyone, factor. Yeah, we're privileged as well, like. You know, we don't have kids like daddy, you know, like yeah, people have, people it's have a lot of hard time though. People have a long time in the shower, taking a shit. Uh, well, but I'm saying a long whatever, time is you know? key yeah. to get your because people are saying stuff Trust and you're me, missing man. huge thoughts. Totally. Coming you're totally back. Right. That's why I walk. Even if you walk your dog, 
you there's people I mean? listening that will be like, oh, yo, dude, cool. I don't have that time, you know. And and, and and but like, look, if you look, if you minus one show a yeah. day, yeah. you minus fucking twenty minutes on Instagram, you can. That's why I push meditation. It doesn't even have to be meditation though. Yeah, meditation is just the ultimate alone that's, time. That's what I've been saying. That's the ultimate yeah, alone time. That's, that's a higher tier than you just sitting there like playing on a computer game. But like at the same time, any time alone that you can create for yourself just to give yourself like, all right, you know what I mean? And and like, look, yeah. yeah, there are people, there's a single mom listening who's like, cool for you guys to say, I can't do that, mm-hmm. you hey. know, but you have to go out of your way. If you don't like the way you're thinking, you don't like the way it's going, take the step. Versace fucking, you know, the, the step he had to take was such a fucking dedicated, it's, it's a marathon. It's like a Dude. million steps. Everyone, everyone's got alone time, like to work from work, bro. You're in traffic. Use that as fucking Absolutely. alone time. You know what I mean? Just like Absolutely. maximize, max. Turn off the radio and just catch the fucking vibe. Right. For bro. the single mom saying that, yes, you have yeah. the right to say that to us. But what the point is? All right, really be have some feel, have some self aware, have some awareness on how you're actually managing your time in the, of the day. I know you're gonna find 20 minutes in there. Your drive home, whatever. When the kids People finally travel. go to bed, instead of putting on Netflix or going scrolling Instagram, looking at your other fucking loser friends that don't care about what you're doing either. You know what I mean? Like, fix something you want to fix. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. Um, Blue, didn't you bang a single mom once? Uh, Probably she wasn't many. Single, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, it's fucked up. I don't want to like. It's not really your choice. Um, I she think was the guy, was, that I think in the guy was in the military, so it's really fucked up. <laughs> I didn't know until afterwards. Um, so, you know? We don't. We don't. Yeah, we don't have to incriminate anyone. Probably cut that out. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, hey, God bless the country and everyone that could have left the military Memphis. part out. I'll take a sharp pivot here. Um, I was on a walk the other day. I almost shit my pants, and it made me realize uh, when I was doing some of my own thinking that uh, I think everyone on this couch has a shit their pants story in the pretty recent past. But Mike, I don't know about have you. I. Never shit my pants. Ever. Didn't I? Who was I? Was I just talking to you about this? Yeah, we were talking about it. I was just talking about walks. this. I was like, I have a, he just was talking about on a walk. He's like, yo, there's a porta potty over here if you're stuck on a walk. And I go, yo, dude, I think I got like a really tight asshole. I don't know. It's, <laughs> and never, <laughs> yo, like, I've never, like, I don't know, I man. think I got great, as much as my back's in the trenches, I think my I got, abdomen, I just got a great gait there. <laughs> we were also talking about it on the way back from Malibu when me and Blue had to piss in like a, yeah, I got like pretty little, good oh, control. Oh, my bladder. I have no control of my bladder, bro. I got to pee everywhere. Yeah, well, sometimes like there's just shit going on in your stomach because you put something weird down there. You're totally right. I just, uh, I've never, like, I've had I've had to fucking run to the bathroom. Yeah. But I've never shit myself. But, like, think of it. I'm on a walk. I'm over a mile from the house, and it fucking hits me. It hits me, Whatever too. the fuck I put I in my like stomach. Because you're eating fucking. Yeah, you eat horseshit pasta and meatballs. You're, you're eating, like. But my stomach's used to it. So, like, if I do it every day, and it just happens all but then, the you know, you have a few extra white claws and then, Wait, so Something happened where the other day I'm fucking a mile from the house. Bro, I'm listening to, to, I'm listening to Malcolm Gladwell. I'm having a fucking whimsical afternoon. And <laughs> all of a sudden my stomach <laughs> gurgles and I'm like, I have to fucking shit. Like, I have to fucking shit. And like, I, I'm a mile from the house. Did it cross your mind to go knock on a neighbor's? No, not at all. Not at all. Imagine that. Dude, you don't know me. I don't know you. <laughs> I'm going to come take a nasty <laughs> shit. What kind of human, what kind of humanitarian? Where's your... <laughs> 
humanitarian like, level at because I'm, I'm i don't like know the, if i would let him i'd be like no i turned into the fucking uh the room of vacuum cleaner over there when it's starting to run out of battery what does it do it just it returns right it's <laughs> it returns like to it's sender. like a drone when a drone's dude, about to lose battery dude. it returns back to home base mm-hmm. automatically that's where it, that's where my and dude if you had if you had been a neighbor in our in our neighborhood watching me navigate back to the house that's so fucking that, <laughs> do you know that walk you do when like you're squeezing it it's you know, it's, I no, wish I'd seen it. Yeah, you got to scurry back to back. Yeah, like this. <laughs> like this right here? <laughs> Yo, like dude. This. I've been out in the trenches. I've been out deep. Like, I, I, yeah. had a, I even had to like grab a little bit at one point. I'm doing this for At some point, you, got, you actually had to plug the ass. Did you have to plug it? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I was out deep once, and I had a call from Sasha. She's like, yo, you got to pick me up, bro. I'm on vine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the hell you guys eat. John drink. always no, has to like, shit. He always has to shit because... When he has a little wine at night. So this is what people don't I see. Drink a I lot see of wine this. at night. But once he has a little, a little wine, a little vino, and he gets a little fucked up, yeah. then so he goes he goes to the worst shit food. Like he'll have seven eleven White Tequitos. Castle burgers, some Monterrey taquitos he, that are like a million. That's probably like, why I don't I don't eat like that really. You have like a bowl of cereal. Dude, you eat my, shit My stomach food. usually processes the fuck out of it, though. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Usually well, does. I, I don't have like, when I'm at the house, I'm not like, oh, I got to take a shit. Hey, like, let's talk yeah, about because this. Because it sits there till the next day when you're on a walk, <laughs> Yo, and then you got to oh, shit. Oh, man. Let's, just, let's talk about this. Have you ever been on tour when the bus overnight and you got to go? And we're in the middle of fucking nowhere, bro. I can tell you. I can tell oh, you my the God. fucking. <laughs> I can tell you the day, the hour, and the minute. When I almost shit my pants on the tour bus. Oh my god! Uh, we were. It was 2016. We were in Boston. We were going to the the Sheesh. hotel. We we're going to the hotel to pick everyone up. I was the only one on the bus because I didn't stay at the hotel. I think I was with my parents or something. We're fucking caught in traffic. And the number one rule on the bus: you're not supposed to take a shit on the bus. So like, I'm mm-hmm. I'm fucking I'm there and I'm like I'm not gonna take a shit on this bus. I'm gonna wait till we get to the hotel to pick the guys up. I'm gonna go to one of the rooms. I'm gonna take a shit. I'm fucking sitting there. We're fucking caught. And rush hour, morning rush hour traffic, picking all of your asses up. And I'm fucking sitting there squeezing my ashes together thinking, like, this is not going to end well. Like, this is not going to end well. Mm-hmm. I waited to the, I waited as long as I, and I'm going to come out and say it. I'm just going to, I'm going to come out and say it. I'm going to spill the beans. I shit on the bus. I feel bad about it. Four years ago, I shit on the bus. I feel fucking- I thought that was a chick, bro. I feel I horrible a, about it. Because oh, when man. you shit on the bus, you ride the around The truth always it. comes out. I thought that was a chick and like- she, everyone blamed her. I know so that people were probably blaming like the drunk girl that was oh, on the bus man. that night who probably shit her pants. Girls like, don't, girls don't poop at all. No, they, they don't. I hope don't don't ask what poop. the future um, will tell you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My mom always says that in Spanish, and it's like, you just don't ask questions about something that's going to happen because the future will always tell you. Yeah, that. that's, that's so, patience. So anyways, this that's is cool, but this is the future coming out. John Kilmer saying, "I'm sorry, I shit on the bus in 2016." Heading to the hotel. Who's the bus driver at the time? Who was our bus driver on tour? One night when we were uh, doing the TV show. Do you remember? Was it Mark? Tom. I got no idea. I don't Tom, remember. I Tom, think it was a TV show. Tom, was, Tom with the lazy eye. Tom was yeah. a weird guy. <laughs> that guy. Tom was, was, a, Tom was a fucking weirdo, bro. <laughs> Who's the best like, driver? I don't Mark, know what bro. the fuck Tom did when we got to those cities, but it wasn't pretty. Didn't we have a Mark driver that kind of looked like your dad? Huh? Didn't we have a driver that kind of looked like your dad? Who was kind of cool? If that's the. I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember. I don't know. It's between Mark, Tom, and anyway, like my dad. That must have been that maybe in way in the early days. No, no, no it, was, Mark it was, was the first. It was time. like around like between Mark and Tom, and like someone in else. In between Mark and Tom. What? Oh, I kind of remember. What, he didn't last. Dave long. was it Dave? Dave. Dave was the man, <laughs> he bro. Like my dad. I thought he looked like Mike Senior. No, I don't know. A little, maybe. I, he I had glasses. 
Yeah, he's less yeah. long. Tom was the best driver because he had a lazy Dude. eye and he would maneuver like every little crevice like in the alleyway and get the bus Kilmer. right through What it? about when we were in Vancouver, this last tour that happened, how creepy our, because uh, our driver couldn't go across oh the border. Oh my God, that was a The creep-ass driver we had. I think I just exuded Dude, he my was memory. the creepiest dude. Old guy, he looked like the Monopoly guy. <laughs> You don't remember? Do not Pasco. Do not collect two hundred dollars. You remember? Was he Asian? Right? Yeah. I don't know why I made an Asian. For like actor. two days. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Was... Do not Pasco. Do not Pasco. Do not collect two hundred dollars. You don't remember him? <laughs> I can't. I, I can't. You I remember can't him? He was a fucking creep, bro. That know, guy yeah. was a creep. Um, he was showing me pictures. All right, all this poop talk is making me have to pee out of my ass. So <laughs> we could get right into the, the pee break. That'd be fantastic. All right, uh, let's we'll, go. We'll be right back with you. Never know. You know what I mean. Right after this urination break. Howdy, y'all. Whether you're working from home or you're working on your fitness, you want what you're listening to to be what you're listening to. You know, I don't have the same taste as John. He might be dabbling with Taylor Swift or One Direction. Also true. Uh, you know, and I definitely don't want to be listening to what Versace's listening to because it's in a different language. So I, it is a very pivotal thing to have your own set of earbuds and at an affordable price. Because you know that Raycon earbuds start at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market. And they sound just as amazing as all the other top audio brands you know. Their newest model, the Everyday E25 earbuds, are their best ones yet. With six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, and I mean seamless. Uh, more bass and a more compact design that gives you a nice noise-isolating fit. Me personally, the noise isolation is a very key and pivotal aspect of my earbuds. Uh, and to be honest, the Apple ones fall out every time I put them in. So I'm enjoying my Raycons. Mike, did you know I was dropped on a head as a child? Uh, yeah, I did. So that makes it very hard for earbuds to fit into my inner ears because yeah. they're actually very misshaped. But uh, they dented, dented the, earbuds. I, the, Ray, the Raycons actually fit right in there. And another Love fun it. fact: they were co-founded by Ray J. I hit it first. Sexy can I? Sexy can I indeed. Mm-hmm. So now's the time to get the latest and greatest from Raycon. Get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash YNK. That's buyraycon.com slash YNK for 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds. That's buyraycon.com slash YNK. You never know. <laughs> we finished the Bolina Cup. We raised a, we raised a substantial amount of money. Um, yeah. We finally put our heads together on what we're going to do with the money. Yeah. So want to let us know. We were, we were thinking about uh, doing, you know, the food bank and, and helping homeless. Um, we'll leave out the details, but it was, it was, uh, there were a few other elements of our donation that, you know, didn't come to fruition on the company side, corporate side, like just like, products that made sense to donate to something like the food bank, like masks and, you know, some other things and, you know, things happen, but, um, we have about 15,000, I think 18, 15, anywhere from 15 to 17,000, we're still putting it together. But, um, what I want to do is the idea, my, my first gut, we talked about on the podcast, but our, our gut instinct was like to do something kind of original with it. Um, now, it's the in the trenches relief fund is what we're calling it. Um, we're gonna we're launching it with this podcast. So wanted to make it as simple as possible and as private as possible because I think you know 
you guys posting and like having a post or you know there's obviously needs to be some form of submission submission for this so that we can get a chance to hear the stories and um essentially uh we we landed on Superphone, which is our phone number um we haven't publicized a ton we've done a few things with it it's really really helpful and we're seeing a huge success so anyone listening who hasn't done it you basically text this number and you just kind of confirm your name or whatever and then you're you have direct access to literally me, Kilmer, and Foley's phone. Like, we we go on it daily, you know what I mean? And, and yeah, you, we might miss your first fucking 10 messages, maybe. You know, who knows? But it's, we're going through and literally seeing at least 50 a day, you know, and responding. Um, and we've amassed a great little following already on there that, um, you know, the reason Chug Buds sell out so fucking fast it's because we're texting them and saying, hey, Chug Buds are on sale in 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, from our side, please understand that, like, yeah, we're not trying to say, like, hey, this is my, like, this is my number. It's, it's, a, it's an app on our phone that we have access to very clear, you know, very directly. And like, like I said, it's either me, Foley, or you, not, not another person. It might as well be texting. It might as yeah. well. Yeah. Because, and we've made it a point because it's so, so beneficial to business that, we go out of our way to answer on there. And, and um, so just bear with us, you know, if, if we miss certain messages and look, we're going to, we're going to take every submission in and we're going to sit down and just try to try to pick it, you know, and, and maybe, I don't know, maybe we put our top 20 stories and then we just pick out of a hat and have some form of randomness to it, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Maybe we just pick randomly out of all the people, but clearly everyone, not everyone, but majority of people are, listener are probably just not in a great economic stance and you know looking at our listeners our listenership is young early 20s like you know unless you come from family wealth like this is a tough time you you know and jobs jobs are going so we just wanted to do a cool thing i think we're going to do like 2000 a, a gift of 2000 and pick you know seven or eight different people um and also uh, yeah, so like the only way to submit is through this phone number. So you want to you want to read it? Yeah, the phone number is 401-205-337. Again, that's 401-205-3337. Yeah, again, that's me, Kilmer, Foley, direct to us. And uh, send us your message. You could say as little or as much as you want. But, yeah. um, you know, don't write like a 10-page essay, obviously. Uh, that might actually hurt your chances of getting picked, <laughs> you know. So, look, we're we're gonna just try to try to impact you guys, and I think it's a really cool way of doing it. Um, this was all from fucking playing beer pong, so you know it feels really great to do something that silly and stupid and be able to, you know. I think we're gonna. This is a great idea, and I think people are gonna really feel that impact. So yeah, text the number, uh, and, and again, just good luck. Bear with us. Uh, but it will happen. Um, it's active the text right now as this goes live. So and adding to the charity, you're going to be making T-shirts as well. Yes, uh, fire in the trenches. Uh, think about it. the world is in the trenches. So it's like it's a dope design. We should flash it on screen. But it's it's a the globe and kind of our in the trenches design, kind of in, uh, mixed into it. But yeah, it's it's just uh, it's another dope thing. I think we might do shorts too. But yeah, like proceeds to that will go towards this this plan. You know, so say we sell a bunch of T-shirts, it'll be some more money to donate back to the Steve's. So it's Steve's helping Steve's. Steve's helping Steve's. That's all it is. Yeah, 
Yeah. Keep going, baby. Uh, speaking of in the trenches, our country's at somewhat of a divide right now. Uh, half the people want to get back to business as usual. <laughs> We're tired of business as usual. <laughs> you have to cut to that. <laughs> Phil I was a Republican in times good. I was a Republican in times bad. bad. <laughs> tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell Bernie Gonzalez. Um, probably Shout zero, out Phil Davidson. <laughs> it's probably about eight people who of our listeners who get that reference, but it's fine. Uh, <laughs> Maybe not, man. It's a, it's a, it's a YouTube video way back in the day. It went viral. It was on Tosh Point though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyways, the countries that are divided, a lot of people want to get back to business as usual. Uh, <laughs> uh, some people think the quarantine should continue. Um, do you have any input on that? I, I do. I, to be completely transparent, I don't really. I even, feel for both sides. Yeah. I don't really know how I feel. I know what I'm doing. Personally, I'm quarantining and staying the fuck away from people. You know, obviously, yeah. that's just kind of obeying the law at this point. But I saw a funny meme that that kind of, like, opened my eyes a little bit. They're like, you know, it was like a picture of our founding fathers. And they're like, you know, give me liberty or give me death, you know, or whatever the quote was. And they're mm -hmm. like, except if there's a, an, a virus that comes out that has a lower than one percentile fatality rate. Strip, in that case, strip me of all my freedom strip and, right. and uh, tax me even though I'm not getting paid and lose my, you know what I mean? So it's like, I'm seeing that side of it more and more as I think about it fundamentally. Mm -hmm. Law, nature, like the nature of uh, a true de democracy, which is choice. Mm -hmm. And if you want to go outside. So, but I also understand like, look, what the hell you want to, like there's a chance like we could lose tons of people's lives if we just fly, you know, let this shit fly. So I don't know how I feel. I'm very on the fence. It's a pretty shitty answer to that. But um, I actually talked about politics a little bit and I've become a little more interested in my belief that I think Republicans and Democrats in this whole divide, we have to stop feeding into this divide. Oh, well, let's not even get into that. Right but what now. I'm saying, no, but what I'm saying is <laughs> yeah. that's, that there's a huge divide. I, I agree with you. There's a huge divide in, in most of our country's issues. I agree But with it you. stems from... This is how I think. This is how this yeah. is how we think. We can't like we have to. We got to figure it out. Like th this one, I'm a perfect example. I don't even know how I feel. Yeah. So instead of, you know what I mean? Like there, there, there has to be politically speaking, there just has to be somebody who's like, yo, what is our middle ground? Well, I have a, I mean, I have a pretty firm stance on it, only because, and I told you about this. There's a control group right now, and that's Sweden, who never even went in lockdown. They never once went into quarantine. Mm -hmm. They just kind of like, they went, they went, they went along as business as usual, and um, and you know if you look at the statistics of what's happened in Sweden, they, you know, they they aren't worse off than any other country. In fact, like they're they're either average or they're they're doing better. That's not that's skewed though. Yeah, but Americans. No, I mean, it, like, there's, there's so many more, dude. That, that's such well, a skewed statistic. Let, let me, let me, let me finish, because I mean, Sweden, yes, it's not a huge population, but I mean, like their biggest city is Stockholm, is a million people. That's that's bigger than the majority of the cities in the United people States. People per capita, there's there's a lot of space, there's a lot of mountains, there's there's people Sto per Stockholm is still a major city. If you look at New York City, though, it's you look different. at Tokyo, you look at any of these places. Okay, I'll put it. I'll if put you it, said no quarantine, I'll put it. This, I'll put it in this perspective: Massachusetts. Boston is smaller than Stockholm. It's yeah, smaller. 
and they're in Boston's fucked. In Boston's fucked. Boston's one of the worst cities right now. So Boston's worse off than Los Angeles right now. Bro. <laughs> I'm just telling so you. Nah, but but, but what, what I'm trying to get at, Easy, what I'm trying to get at is <laughs> are, big cities like Stockholm never went under. They never went under lock. They never went under lockdown. They never did quarantine, and they found that people who want to stay inside stay inside. They've seen 50 to 75 percent of like less traffic on the streets of people going outside. So if people. It like, also depends. It also depends on how much of the virus actually got there. Think yeah, about it. There's yeah, a lot more tourism to America from from Asia. Of course, but a lot of cities are suffering. Who's to say that Italy's worse off than Sweden? You know what though. I mean? Like, but what I'm saying is the origin of the origin. The whole thing is travel and like uh, America's top of the totem pole for as far sure. As New, tourism. New York City, especially. Exactly, yeah. and then so many people, new people, exchange of people. The you know, the lifestyle that America and, and the build of America, even just geographically speaking, like a lot of these cities, like there's no way you can make the argument that we'd be better off if we never kept people like there'd be a lot more deaths. No, it's, it's not. It's, it's not saying better off. It's giving people the option. And when you give people the option, you'll find that there are just as many people staying inside, not doing anything. I, I hear you. Yeah. But like if you if they went on the news and they were like, hey, you know, you guys can go outside like if you want. But, you know, maybe it's safe to stay. Everyone will go outside. I don't know. Like even still, there's people going. We don't now. know. We don't know that yet. And like, I, I bet you in Los Angeles, people will fucking go outside because there's fucking riots about people not being able to go to the beach in the summer. Like oh, something, yeah, bro, something popping. so fucking yeah. simple as travel. That. The whole world would be bustling still, man. For sure. Think of the virality of think of the virality of this virus and how easy it is to catch it. If even fucking five people had it in Sweden and they just let people fucking run rampant, it would spread there. It would be an issue. It'd, it'd be an issue fast. It'd be an issue really, really fast. I think they got more composure you know what I mean? And I, and like I get it, like it's it's a whole different fucking world. I mean, I, I don't know, I've never been there, but it's a whole fucking different world over there. I'm sure like there's different stipulations and whatever. It's, it's yeah. probably different there, but I I this think is, that it's it's a decent control group to at least look at. Yeah, you gotta look at it. You just gotta look at. This is why I feel so on the fence. And this is why I feel like there isn't really an opinion. It's why I said there needs to be someone who's like just in the middle of this saying, "Hey, look, we don't really know the answers. Here's our circumstances." Like it just feels like one thing I read. The next article I read is something like, actually, like almost po the polarity of that. Like, oh, I mean, there's I've, there's so much confusion. Media's, everything's propaganda. Media's a train wreck. Everything's political. Like, yeah. what I'm saying is, it's like if we could just the little bit leaning into the oneness of like, yo, we're all people and we're trying not to die. Yeah. Like we're just trying to figure out how we can beat nature's. There's a monster that not you know hopefully it was nat naturally created because mm -hmm. I hope someone didn't create it, but there's tons of theories about that. But like, it's just, look, we're into it and we're listening and I'm paying attention and I'm confused on how to feel, how to think about it and what to do still. So that's my opinion. My firm opinion on this is someone needs to get at the front of this and just be like, Hey, we don't really have any of the answers. Like, let's forget what sides we're on mm -hmm. and just be like, yo, let's let, how the hell are we going to like, you know, that's why you have to watch Rogan, <laughs> and that's why I watch Joe Rogan. That's why you have to watch Joe Rogan. Rogan should be the president, in my opinion, at some point. You can think what you want about these, the candidates or whoever. All we know, all I'm saying is the 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 polarity and, and and the huge wide spectrum of what news we're getting, and like none of it makes. There's not a continuous message to the people. This is what it is. This is where we are, and this is what you should do. And I think that's. You, that's led into the state we're in now where people are fucking charging the state house. 
It's crazy. Getting off of politics, like either way, either way, there's, this crazy. is a cool. There's a the cool message here is like, and that's what a lot of the teachers and people talk about is is just this a, a key to happiness is. Uh, not allowing yourself to be distracted by problems that so are out of your control. control. Yeah. Because yeah, exactly. it's wasted energy um, you have to adapt- and it's you have taking to- away from the energy that you can put on the things it's that you can't It's adaptation. You have to adapt no matter what. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, this is way out of our control in a lot of ways. What is in our control? What we do try this to, time. Yeah, try to get our yeah. health right and try to obey the laws for not, what they are. Shit your pants. You take precautions, you know, like just... Um, and... I mean, I, I do have faith some days, but then things like the, the Kawasaki virus comes <laughs> comes along. <laughs> I wish I was making this up. Uh, like, why are they Why are they all <laughs> Japanese brands? Or like, oh no, no Corona. I was fucked. Corona's I think, Mexican. I think that brands but, are just sponsoring viruses now. Yeah, like the Kawasaki <laughs> virus. Just sounds, it sounds like a family guy thing. It's crazy. Like a parody. <laughs> 2021, the, the Panasonic epidemic comes around. Yeah. <laughs> Never ending. What about the hornets? We now we now found that old people are suffering from Geico dementia. <laughs> That's Geico. In 15 minutes, you can save 15. That's so good. Hey, what about those killer fucking yeah, hornets, and then, bro? And then, well, I read an article. Bring art- in the hornets! <laughs> Did you see that meme where Dr. Evil's like, oh, they're, they're, uh, they flatten the curve of the corona? Bring, Bring in, in the, the hornets! hornets. Yeah, we're getting yeah, trolled. There's heavy murder heavy. hornet. No, I read an article about murder hornets today saying that it's actually not a threat. Uh, yeah, I saw big, that too. But no, it's not a threat to humans. They, Although they can be fatal to human beings, the issue is that they are more fatal to bees. We've been having a serious bee issue in this Do country understand, for a long time. Does, does anyone here, I mean, I think I told oh, you yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, does anyone know. understand how important bees are to Bees are a fuck. Their pollination is... If I wish we were, I wish our pollination was a little more important than bees. Well, bro, I'd if, be pollinating bees, left and right. If if even half the population of bees died, we're fucked. A lot of people would die. Yeah. Do you realize that the bees are touring? They tour. So like, if they need, <laughs> if, like they're gonna bring them up to like Pacific. They're gonna bees bring them tired, somewhere for like pistachios and nuts or whatever. They'll bring them up there in that region for that time. Yeah. And then they bring them back over here for, you know, there's a bunch of different crops and shit that they, that they're a part of. But I didn't know that till recently. They literally like, you could be driving by 18 wheelers full of bees. Really? Yeah. This is Rash's 2014 tour. Probably fucking like crazy in there. Rashad, you know about the birds and the bees. The birds and the bees. Let's talk about the birds and the bees here. Anyways, these fucking murder hornets are out here killing our bees. That's all I know. Yeah, we, we need the bees. It's a, it's Our pets' heads issue. are falling. Apparently, there's a there's there's a new <laughs> legitimately. No, our pets' heads are falling off. There's a video there's a video circulating now yeah, of, a, of a praying mantis eating a murder hornet's head. Yeah, I saw that. You see that? He's like eating inside it like it was like an oyster, and he was like, "Yeah, wake me." I think me we up. need more praying mantises out here killing all the murder hornets. Wake me up when September. Praying mantis are. I, I want to say praying mantis is uh was an endangered species. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how we got here. You never know. Um, hey, wake me up in July. <laughs> uh, before we get out of here, I want to I want to shout out our good friends over at Bravo. They're uh, they're launching a Bravo pays. We just did a um, a Chug Bud giveaway with them, which I think we'll be doing more in the future because you know it's a, it's a hot ticket item right now. Chug Buds. Uh, we're doing oh. we're doing a new drop by the way. Yeah, so when this drops, it will be dropping in two days. We're going to drop next Friday. Oh, another one but already. So, so when this drops, it's dropping in 48 hours. And this is this is about 2,000 units, which is, you know, 
it's hard. Like, you know, I've, I've explained we we're making them here, but I think this is our last run of making it here. And then we're, we're kind of, uh, taking a bigger step. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that being said, uh, you know, everyone who listens, obviously just, I think we're going to do like, let's, we'll announce it. We'll announce the time, but a great way again, um, one, if you want the money to hit the super phone and just let us know what the hell is going on in your life. Um, and, uh, you know, secondly, like you can hit the super phone for this too as well. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, like for Chug Buds, like that will, will actually fire you out of text. Yeah, we'll say, notify everyone. A reminder, but it actually is helpful. Like I'll get so many DMs about people wanting it, to, you know, wondering when it's going to go on. Yeah. So it's a cool, like direct way of getting the, the info fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck yeah, super fun. Um, so that's that's something to look forward to with the Chug Bud drops, but also um, Bravo's launching a, a new... So right now they're a payment app, which we all know. Um, but they're launching a new phase called VNext, which is going to be very similar to um, you know companies like that release premium content, um, kind of like uh, Patreon or... Uh, OnlyFans? If you're someone like me, OnlyFans. <laughs> uh, OnlyFans. <laughs> so many so many girls going to cross over the dark side. Hey, I, feel, I love it. You I know what? I, I feel bad for the girls in OnlyFans because now with Bravo dropping, OnlyFans is taking about twenty percent from these poor girls. Uh, they could just go on that side. <laughs> what, what's what, what's it going to? What's uh, V next to be? Five percent. Five percent. Five percent from and it's it's pro creators. And at the end of the day, I'm going to go out of my way to get hit all the little things up that I see on OnlyFans and say, "Hey, we're about to get about two hundred OnlyFans girls over to Bravo." Yeah. <laughs> and just be like, yo, if if you could save fifteen percent per transaction, why the fuck wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. I feel like they're all gonna switch over, you know. Yeah. I think they should switch over, but it's anyways. The most important, forget OnlyFans. The most important part of VNX at Bravo is we're gonna get to create our our own premium content, which I think is gonna be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, not- I mean, we should bring up our idea and like we, maybe you could throw it out to people listening if you have an idea for what would be cool from us. We're going to do like limited premium stuff through this platform. But like, I think doing like a call in show where it's just like, you know, just us sitting right here and you guys call in, you could chop it up with us. Yeah. And, you know, the only way is through this premium account and there'll be limited sizes. So like Mm -hmm. it won't be 10,000 people or 5,000 or even 3,000. Like probably cap it at 1,000. What's great is the possibilities with us are endless because it can go beyond our podcast. You know, we can start creating oh, of course we can start creating like little vlogs jaywalking web series yeah this idea we had called jaywalking where we walk around the neighborhood and smoke jay and just talk about stuff um which sounds like a, a really fun thing about to, do. to do that right now <laughs> we're gonna do that about without, to be jaywalking in five minutes do that without the cameras anyways we're, we're we're super hyped up about uh about bravo's view next coming out probably in the next month or so a couple weeks so uh, and the only way to to be a part of it is to download the app and it's fucking free so you should probably go do that is it called vnext vnext is the yeah the, the premium service i got a couple of vnext my ways <laughs> uh, <laughs> any, any closing statements from anyone sex yeah, there's uh there's two type of people in this world there's betas and alphas who do you want to be you want to be a beta or an alpha no excuses let's go versace's <laughs> transformed into fucking david goggins jr <laughs> the mexican version <laughs> No fucking excuses. David, David Goggins. No excuses. I'll end with this. Did you guys know that uh, that Hitler was actually a very talented painter? No. He's a very talented artist. Fuck that I guy, though. He break. Fuck that guy. But his uh, his paintings can go for upwards of $50,000 these days. I'm, th- I'm thinking an original Hitler would look pretty good <laughs> right around. 